Hey guys, it's Allie. Welcome back to Infertile AF, the podcast. This is episode 22 called Stacy, part three. So as you guys might know, Stacy is my first recurring guest and we've been following her along as she goes on her secondary infertility journey. So when we left off, she had suffered three miscarriages, was about to start her first IVF cycle, and now she has finished her first IVF retrieval and she ended up doing another cycle right after that one. So she's going to tell us how that all went down, how she's feeling, what the latest is, if they have any embryos, how she and Ari are doing, how her baby daughter Noah is doing, who's actually not a baby because she's like three, but she's going to fill us in on all of that. So without further ado, this is Stacy's secondary infertility story. We're back with Stacy in our third installment. Why don't we start with you telling me where we left off last time, kind of reminding the listeners, and then we can you can tell us what's going on with you now. Yeah. So it's hard because it feels like it was forever ago. It does um, seem like a while ago. It was, a, a, yeah. what, a week, couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Um, a lot can happen it, in a few weeks, right? Yes. <laughs> I think when we left off, it was, bef- it was before I finished my last cycle Yes, and before I knew when the egg retrieval was going to be. Um, yes. So I had the egg retrieval, I guess it was two weeks ago today, where they told me I was going to do the trigger shot. I don't know if, if you had a similar feeling. It was like the biggest relief mm-hmm. to know that I was going to do the two trigger shots and then have nothing. Like there was nothing I needed to do until the retrieval. Right. Um, so I like wanted to hug the doctor. I was like, I can't believe it. This is my last time doing a shot tonight. And it was like, it was actually pretty emotional doing the last shot. It was like, I've, I've done everything I can. Now the ball's kind of out of my court. Like this is, you know. Yes. I, it's so, so it's such a funny feeling. I, I remember that too. And it's such a it's like a relief, but it's also super scary at the same time. Cause you're like, I've done yeah. everything I can. And now there's nothing else I can do. It's just up to yeah. the universe or whatever yeah. you believe in, you know? Totally. And I don't know if you've seen, um, friends from college. I love the show. So like that whole scene where they mess up the trigger shot. Yes. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel this. Like I have to do it in this window. I can't mess it up. Like there's no turning back. There's nothing I, you know, like, so yep. just a lot of pressure. And then when I did it and I did it right, I just like, I started crying. I was like, I can't believe like I, I'm done. Yep. It felt like it was done, even though I was so not done. But, um, but yeah, so that was really intense and just like a really nice relief. And then we went in for the trigger or for the retrieval. And, you know, it's funny. I like had the IV put in, was getting all prepped for everything and was just like, I never want to do this again. Like this is like already I'm I'm so over this. The retrieval was super easy. I mean, you know, I fell asleep. It was fine. I woke up and it was not great news when I woke up. Um we had kind of been told the whole time that I was going to get anywhere from like 10 to 16 eggs. Mm-hmm. And then um when it got closer, they were like we're hoping we can get like 8 to 10. And then when they actually did the retrieval, they got 10, but only five were mature. So we're like, 
okay, we're starting at five. We were hoping worst case scenario to start at 10. Mm -hmm. Um, So starting at five was hard. And then of those five, only three were like the maturity that is ideal. So two Mm -hmm. of them were kind of like, you know, the doctor was really nice about it. And he was like, you know, I've seen these ones turn into babies. Like it's not, you know, not all hope is lost. Um, But we were kind of like, okay, we feel like we're really starting with three, which given the odds that we have um, with Ari's chromosome issue, Mm -hmm. we've been told that by the time we get to day six, when they can test, we'll have a one in four chance. So our goal had always been like, get four to testing. Like that is, that's what we need. Right. Um, And so to start with three was, to start with basically what we assumed was three was um, pretty disheartening. But it, it was funny because like in that moment, as soon as I found out that we had five, but most, but pretty much three, I was like, okay, like, let's do this again. Like within two hours, my mindset had totally shifted from like, I'm never doing this again to like, let's do this immediately. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that was, I mean, and that's kind of been like this whole process with this fertility struggle has been just such a learning experience of like, I never know what I'm going to do until I'm actually in that situation. Yeah. Like, so it was interesting to just was know. Are like, on board with it or is it? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. He was on board. We've kind of said like, we're going to give it, you know, three rounds, um, basically because there's discounted pricing at that point and we'll do three if we need to. And then like reevaluate. I had a couple days off of like just recovery and then I had to start taking some hormonal pills Mm -hmm. um, to kind of get my body ready to start another cycle. And in that time, you know, we had the three-day report where we found out that four embryos had made it to day three, which was great news. Like one of the ones that we kind of had discarded um, had actually made it that far. Right. Isn't it um, funny how it's such a roller coaster? And like you just said, like day to day, things can change so much. So you're, yeah. you go from yeah. thinking, feeling one way and thinking one way, and then the next day it could be totally different. And there's just so totally. many variables. Totally. And like, yeah. And I think, you know, we felt really unlucky with how many eggs we got. And then, and I'll actually say, like, I think during this whole process, there has been something that is almost a relief for me that like, this is an issue with Ari's chromosomes and like, it's not, it's not my fault and it's not his fault either, but like it, it feels like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's like a little bit less pressure on me because I'm like, I just need to like, you know, get the eggs, like do this IVF treatment. And I did feel this kind of sense of failure when we only had five, because I was like, that was on me. Like it was on me to get us like the best possible start we could And so that was, you know, the whole, it's so many waves of emotions. Right, right, right. And there's so much blame, blaming yourself. But like you said, you had done everything that you could. So to burden that, to burden yourself with that just is kind of tricky. Right, right. And then, you know, your hormones are also all over the place. So (laughs) that doesn't help. Right. But yeah, so, and, and with everything with this fertility stuff, you know, you hear all these odds of things like, yes, there's, there's always 70% like chance that this is or 25% yeah. of this. And it's hard to keep it all straight too. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, we felt really unlucky with the retrieval. We felt really lucky with the day three report. Like that was the best case scenario. So now we're like rooting for as many of those four to make it to day six so we can get them tested. So then we got the call for day six that they were able to send two embryos to get tested. 
which was kind of what we ex- expected. Like we okay. didn't, we didn't think all four would make it. We had hoped that three would. So then we were kind of faced with this decision. Like, do we move forward with starting another cycle because we're going to have to start before we get the results or do we wait? And we decided to move forward with another cycle, just knowing our odds, um, were what they were. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started my second cycle a week ago. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of in in terms of cycle, just to refresh every reason that that means like starting with the drugs and you're going to do another retrieval and all that again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm back on all the drugs. It's a little bit easier this round. Um, like mentally, I think just knowing what I'm doing, knowing kind of what to expect, how I'm going to feel, but yeah, so, so I'm in that right now. Um, and then two days after we started the second round, we got the call from the doctor that one of our embryos was healthy. So yeah. So, um, I just like almost started crying in my office, like just thrilled. Yeah. So it's amazing news We're, you know, it's kind of hard. It's like, I was so excited, but it's like, this is not the end of the road at all. And so you kind of like go back and forth of like, do I let myself just feel this joy and like feel great about it? Or do I like, do I temper that a little bit because it's not guaranteed? Mm-hmm. And um, Ari and I talked about it. And we're like, no, let's let ourselves celebrate this a little yes, bit. I think you have so, to celebrate the little successes along the way because otherwise, you're just in this limbo period where you're stifling your emotions and or like feeling more negative. So I think it, it's right to you know keep your keep it all in check, obviously, but for sure that's a big deal, and that's you should feel great about that. Yeah, yeah. So and you know, and on top of that, it's like if something doesn't work out, like if the transfer fails or whatever happens with this embryo that we do have, like it's not going to hurt any less because I didn't celebrate having it, you know? So it's, so yeah, so we're, we're thrilled. It's like the best case scenario from only having five eggs. Yes. Um, So is that, that's frozen right now? It's frozen right now. Okay. So then you'll do a transfer at maybe after this cycle or what's the time frame from here? So we're going to finish this cycle. Um, we're hoping, you know, we can get one more if we're super lucky, two more, um, just to like have that insurance. Um, because we've also always like imagined having a big family. So the idea of being able to have, you know, one or two more embryos that we can, you know, if, if one works now and then in a few years, if we wanted to go back to not have to go through all the, the whole IVF process again. Right. So yeah, so we're going through this kind of hoping that we can get one more. Um, and then I think our plan is to honestly take like a month or two off and just, you know, after the past year and a half, I'm like, I could use a little bit of time to not be pregnant or recovering from being pregnant or yeah. doing IVF. Um, so just having like a couple of months to just like have my body to myself. Yes. Um, I get that. Yeah. And just... Well, also to let your body come off of all like the stims and recover and your ovaries go back down, you know, all of that, you kind of, that was, I remember with me, they, my doctor recommended that we wait like an extra month, which was kind of torture because I was like, I just want to do it now, but totally there's a better chance for you if you let your body get back to normal. So I get it, you know, but it's just, it's just another waiting game. Do you know when your next retrieval will be? When do you end this, this cycle? 
hopefully in the next, I'm hoping in like six or seven days, I'll be able to have my retrieval. It's been kind of a wild ride. I, I, um, I think the biggest thing for me has just been like staying so in touch with what I'm feeling and, um, and kind of, I guess like living more in the present moment and not worrying. This sounds so cheesy, but like, <laughs> um, but like, there's just so much that is not in my control mm-hmm. with all of this, and like, yeah. And I and and I think the biggest thing that has really shaken me is that I have like always felt like I had a good handle on like who I am and what I'd want, and and all of this. This whole process has been like. Oh, I have no idea what I'm going to do until I'm faced with that situation. Like, mm-hmm. if you had asked me, you know, after having Noah or before even, like, if I were going to have trouble having kids, like, 100%, I thought I was going to adopt. Like, that has always kind of been a plan for me and Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, we were faced with this. And, and I just, I've had friends who've gone through IVF. Like it was just something that I was like, I never want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like in my second cycle and I there, I have no doubts about what I'm doing. Like it is a hundred percent the path that we are on and we're in it. And and it's just been like pretty eye-opening to me of like, gosh, I really like don't know like what what I will do until I'm in that situation. Sometimes you just get totally thrown for a loop. And I think that's the, the generality of like infertility is like, it just rocks you to your core. Totally. You have to re-examine like, who am I? What do I believe in? What do I want? What do we want? You know, all that stuff. It really makes you question everything. So in a, in a sense, it's good because I feel like people come out of it so much stronger and having a better totally. sense of self, but obviously it's can be torturous while you're going through it. So totally. Yeah. And like, I think that sense of control too, like, I feel like, you know, Ari and I have been pretty lucky in most things in life. And like, you know, you're kind of, you kind of feel like if I work hard, if I do, you know, if I check all the boxes, if I do that, things will work out. And with this, it's like, no, there's just like, it's just totally out of our control. So yeah, it took me a long time to wrap my head around that, but I finally did. And you realize that, yeah, that's life. Yeah, totally. In a wild. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again for the check-in and the updates. And I know everybody's rooting for you. And I really appreciate you sharing all of this with everybody and taking us along for the ride in real time. I think it's very cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's been fun to do. Okay, so there you have it. That's where Stacy is right now in her journey. I want to thank Stacy and Ari and Noah. We are rooting for you guys and your family so hard. And we have part four already recorded. So I will drop that in a couple of weeks and you guys will see what's happening now. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.